0: Yan Shannon versus Angela Hill. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter, at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube. Slash fightjunkie2006 We have Yan Shaonan. 10 wins, 1 loss. Of those 10 wins, 5 are by KO 5 by Decision. Her one loss, via sub. Angela Hill. 9 wins, 6 losses. Of those 9 wins, 3 are by KO 6 by Decision. Over six losses, two by sub, four by decision. Currently, you have a hill as a plus 145 underdog. These are straight lines with a yawn on minus 165. We'll go, won't go three rounds. We'll go a whopping minus 410. Won't go plus 315. Fighters will draw 65 to 1. Hill wins inside plus 650. Jan wins inside plus 544. Jan wins by decision minus 107. Hill wins by decision plus 215. You could tell straight out of the gate they're expecting this to go to a decision. Uh Hill with that record of 96 really isn't something that a lot of people would be foaming at the mouth over. She does good in some fights, not so good in other fights. She's pretty inconsistent, in my opinion. She's not really a big puncher, as you can see by her record. She's not a big submission artist, either, having never secured a submission win. Overall, she's pretty durable. Her ground game is probably her weak. I would say her submission defense is probably the weakest aspect Uh, As you can see with her two losses coming uh, by sub and the other four by decision. The real difference in this fight here is probably experience. We're talking like UFC experience. Jan is highly uh, thought of. But she really hasn't had that kind of competition that Hill has faced. So if anything that could be. A little bit of a deciding factor if you're backing Hill as you would be focused on, well, she has faced the better people. Even if her record isn't that great at 9-6, she's faced the better competition. And we don't really know how good Jan is yet because her competition hasn't been top, top notch like Angela's faced. Even though Hill hasn't beat the majority of the competition she's faced, she's still been in there with him. And the majority of the time, she goes to a decision and loses that way. In this fight, when you see the lines, this is what the books are expecting. They're expecting Hill to be tough enough, savvy enough, have enough experience to be able to go to a decision. Jan's KO uh, ratio may be a little inflated there again because of the competition she has faced. When you watch her fight, she doesn't really appear to be... Super powerful. Three fights in the UFC. Decision. 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 She uses a ton of kicks. But they're flashy. And she's really a stand up outside fighter. There's a difference between a striker. That can pretty much go anywhere. And then a fighter that almost is like a karate point fighter. This is the way she generally fights. Uses a lot of kicks to keep her opponent on the outside. Her defense is uh, less than desirable, in my opinion. She can be forced right back. And when you're looking at this match, this is how Hill is going to fight. Hill is going to come forward. Try to bully her to the cage, and dirty boxer up against the uh, up against the cage. There's no way that Angel Hill can hang on the outside with those kicks and the way that Jan moves around on the outside. It's, Hill doesn't have the skill set to compete with her on the outside. In fact, Jan could probably push Hill back fighting from the outside. It's a whole different ball game if Hill's able to close the distance because Jan does go straight back. A lot of times her hands are down or her chin is up and you can push her back to the cage. That's what makes this fight interesting in my opinion. Isn't necessary that Angela Hill is the better striker, but the way she approaches this could give her a chance in this fight. If she pushes forward bulldog style, gets her up against the cage and really just tries to bully her there. She has a shot. If she stays on the outside, she's going to get picked apart. So you have to look at this and say, can Angela Hill do this? And can she do it consistently? I think she can do it. Consistently is the part where you're going to have trouble. You can see with the line where it is that they have Yan favored. And she opened as a little bit less of a favorite. Somewhere right around minus 130, 135. So the public's been on her a little bit. Obviously, like I said, she has a little more upside. Being undefeated in the UFC, 10-1, she has a nice, pleasant uh, striking style when you watch her. Angela Hill is a little more raw in that regard, a little more grindy, a little less uh, pleasing to the eyes when you watch her fighting style. So that could play into some of that. But uh, a big portion of this fight is going to come down to where these two female fighters fight. Do they fight up close and personal, I favor Hill. Do they give a little bit of distance? I favor Yan. And not only that, but I think Yan will probably be able to outwork Hill in those spots as well. I think that's why Hill needs to be close. Because she'll be able to take breaks and it won't look like she's taking a break. When you're in a clinch, especially up against the cl- cage you can get away with a lot of non-action but as long as you have that position where you have your opponent to the uh, back to the cage a lot of times the judges are going to give you that round they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt because you're holding your opponent in the spot that you want them to be so that's where hill has to work she has to get close she has to push her back she has to keep her to the cage and just make it ugly how do they win i think both fighters are probably going to have to win on the cards hill via dirty boxing just a grinding unpleasant hug fast grind fast use every single ounce of your strength to keep her where you need to keep her keep her away from the center of the octagon don't let her use her feet and those long legs to kick you in the face for yawn she needs that distance In my opinion, she's going to have to do a bit better controlling the distance than she has with past opponents. She's going to have to make sure that she does not allow Hill to push her straight back, straight into the cage, and then have to fight for even half the round to get Hill off of her. That's not going to look good, and it's going to make it extremely close on the cards, because I expect Jan to do good work in the center of the octagon, And Hilda have the advantage up against the cage maybe not a lot of action is going on but you have to understand mma scoring and the fact of the matter is if hill is able to put Jan's back to the cage even if she's not bombarding her with elbows or even takedowns or any of that if she's just holding Jan to the cage she's probably going to win that round so it's imperative for anybody who bets yawn that they understand distance 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 If you're betting her, you've got to look at her fights. You've got to look at her defensive liabilities. You've got to look at the matchup and see if you believe she has quick enough feet, good enough timing, good enough understanding of distance to keep Hill on the outside. Now, Hill is inconsistent. I said this about her record, about her wins, and she's inconsistent the way she fights within a round, within a fight. So she could have pockets of success... But then, fall apart. If she falls apart, Jan's activity on the outside is going to give her those rounds. If Hill presses forward and Jan gets off that cage, and then for the other half of the round, does nothing but eat kicks in the face, the judges, more often than not, are probably going to give the rounds to Jan. And that's what I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning towards both fighters having success, but Jan's success being a little more pleasing to the judges' eyes as well as the fans. Because her kicks are flashy, and it's wide out in the open, and they're going to land, and it's going to make Hill hesitant. And the longer that Hill stays on the outside and waits to close the gap, the more the judges are likely to give that round to Jan. So Hill is going to have to get Jan to the cage early and often and hold her there for as long as she can. I simply don't think she can win a pure striking match on the outside with Jan. So for her to have any shot and make it a close fight, and make no mistake, if Angela Hill pulls this out, I believe it's that type of fight. A gritty, close Dirty boxing, ugly style. That makes it a very close fight. It could even be a split decision. If Jan wins, she's going to have a little bit of an easier time with the flashier strikes on the outside. And keeping Hill hesitant as she moves around, kicks her, moves around, kicks her. And Hill isn't able to close the distance consistently. I think that's what type of fight you're looking at. So when you're looking at these lines, yeah, you could make a case the lines are low enough, especially depending on what you got for the open, that you could take them straight. But from whatever I've seen on paper and watching them fight in real life, their styles, I think probably both fighters, if they're going to win, they're going to win this by decision. So when you're looking at this, I think you look at either fighter, by decision you have jan currently as a minus 107 favorite to win by decision that actually was plus at one point barely right around even 101 but you could have got her by decision at just about even money as far as hill goes Hill by decision is currently at 215. That opened a little bit higher. She was right around 230-ish, 235. And when you look at the line of Hill plus 145 and then Hill by decision at plus 230-ish, if you got her there, or currently like 215. There's a vast difference there. If you're saying, how could Hill stop her? She would have to get her down, in my opinion. I don't think she has enough striking skill or power to be able to knock out Jan on the feet. So I think she would have to put Jan on her back and ground and pound her out. She hasn't shown the ability to do this in a submission game. And even though Jan's been submitted, that probably wouldn't happen against Hill. But she may be able to control her on the ground. Because in my opinion, uh, Jan is very one-dimensional. And even in her striking, she is far more kick-oriented than she is overall striking as far as elbows punches just the whole striking game she really is focused a lot more on the kicks the kicks are nice they're fancy they're flashy but she really is focused on the kicks so i think going forward If she faces anybody with a grappling game, anybody with a wrestling game, anybody that's able to catch that kick and take her down, she's probably going to be in a lot of trouble. And again, I question just how much power are in those kicks in her overall striking game. So when you're looking at this, I think you're looking at a decision anyway. I guess if you're on the fence about this fight being very close and it could go to a split decision you could look at fight goes to a decision the issue here is you really should have looked at that when it opened because it was far far cheaper at minus 275 than it is at minus 410 that's a big difference guys and granted it is women's mma and more often than not it does go to a decision but like i said you use you sit on the outside and you eat those kicks to your face for three rounds. Stuff can happen. You can get caught. It only takes one head kick in the right place and you might go nighty night. So there, there is some danger there. It's not like this is guaranteed to go to a decision. Especially at minus 410. Not 275. Yeah, on paper. We know their styles. We know how they match up. We think it's gonna go to a decision. Maybe you can make a case at that 275. 410, whoo, you're getting a little steep there. And on the flip side, Angela Hill, well, she would have to get her down. And we don't know a lot about Jan's ground game as far as how she's able to get back up. We know she's been su- submitted, but even if you take that away from Angela Hill and say, wait a minute, she, th- she's she got no submission wins. There's no way she's going to submit Jan, no matter how bad Jan is. The fact of the matter is we don't know if Jan can get back to her feet. So Hill wouldn't necessarily have to get her down and submit her, to stop her. She could literally just pound on her. If Jan has no ability to get back to her feet then she could get stopped. So that minus 410 at the current price is a little bit scary to me even though I do favor Both fighters to go to the cards. I do favor each fighter to win if they're going to win by decision. I do give a little bit of a lean to Jan in all honesty. Simply because the inconsistency of Hill. I think stylistically... Hill can present problems, like I said, go back and watch Jan, Flashy on the outside, but not offering a whole lot of other tools when you really break her down. Another bad, bad habit that I briefly touched on was going straight back. She can easily be pushed back with her hands down. Now Hill isn't a big puncher, so her hands down probably won't get her in a lot of trouble even if Hill connects. But what it does is it allow Hills to put her Hill to put her in position where she can grind her. And in my opinion, that's the way that Hill has to win the fight. So I don't think it's a full blown blowout. Either way, I think you could probably end up with a split decision anyway. I think you could actually make a case for Hill, betting Hill as an underdog. The problem I have is the consistency. Not only that you see in her 96 record, but like I said, minute by minute, round by round, is sometimes she's having great success and then it's like she hits a wall mentally and freezes up and I don't think you could do that with a far superior striker especially when you're talking kicking distance because I'm not really too worried about the wrestling game of Hill I would be more worried about the grinding ability of Hill the clinch ability of Hill the dirty boxing ability of Hill and you probably need to get Jan up against the cage to do that. And as I mentioned before, it's it's not just getting her to the cage. It's keeping her to the cage and not letting her land those flashy kicks on the outside when she's able to break away. So it is a tough battle for Jan. I don't think it's a walkover like a lot of people think because they think... Uh, Hill has a terrible record and she is inconsistent because I don't believe Yan is that polished yet. Could she get there? Maybe. But it seems to me like she's going to fight this type of style. It may take a loss or two in the UFC for her to add more tools to the toolbox. Because it seems to me that in the other organizations and even in the UFC, she tends to fight the same way. So I'm not seeing a lot of progression there. A, a lot of uh, working on new things. Maybe it's just because she's able to keep her opponents on the outside. Maybe she has been working on these things. And nobody's able to take advantage of them. But I think in this fight. You're going to see her face some adversity. Unless she just happens to kick Hill's head. Clean off her shoulder. You know right from the start. Or some sometime in the middle of the round. She just catches her. But I think overall. If the fight plays out like how we think. And we expect them to go 15 minutes, and we expect a three-round battle. I think you're going to have spots where Jan probably struggles, and you you have questions like, how good is this girl? Like, her clinch game doesn't, maybe she's not as powerful. You know, what would a wrestler do? What would a grappler do? I think you're going to still have questions about Jan, but I think she probably ekes this one out via decision. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.